Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and our next guest up needs no introduction, Mark Furman, our reporter in the field, director with Tarlow Breed, Hart & Rogers. Always a pleasure to see you and to have you on Radio Entrepreneurs. Jonathan, it's great to be with you, as always. Good stuff. Well, we have a lot going on in this world of ours, a lot of change, a lot of uh, COVID pandemic-related related issues. Uh, within uh, companies, law firms, a lot of decision-making going on and uh, perhaps uh, precedent-setting in terms of policy. Uh, what are you seeing out there? What are some of the concerns? What, uh, what are companies and, and employers need to look out for as well as employees? Well, we're really at a point where we're starting to make plans for people to return to work, but we need to figure out what exactly that means. And, you know, people have been working remotely now for so long. Um, believe it or not, I was last in my office March 16, 2020. And during the last 13 months, I've gone to court, I've mediated cases, I've uh, conducted and defended depositions, I've, uh, the new normal, as they say, I mean, the new normal. Um, but you know, when everybody's remote, there is a loss of, um, you know, camaraderie. There's a loss of connectivis connectivity among coworkers. Uh, there's no, uh, water cooler to chat about, uh, and so there is a loss uh, and, you know, our firm has tried to do some fun things to connect people. Um, for example, uh, um, I think uh, in a couple of weeks we have a magician coming in uh, for the second time uh, who did a great job around the holidays and we decided to have him back for an encore. And, uh, you know, just to kind of connect people and- um, He was that successful at making a partner disappear? <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, he was very good at keeping me out of the office, which uh, uh, that, that was good. Um, perfected that. Um, but, you know, what, is, what does this mean? Are we gonna require people to be back? Are we gonna require them to be back every day? Uh, are, you know, some law firms are talking about a model that everybody has to be in the office one day a week. And then beyond that, um, you know, they have to be productive and uh, wherever they work from. And we're going to, you know, we haven't made any decisions yet. And I think realistically, we're probably looking at Labor Day as, as the moment. Uh, but I think these are, how do you deal with people who have religious objections to getting a vaccine? How do you deal with people who don't have religious objections, but don't want a vaccine because for whatever reason, they don't trust the testing. You know, we've, all these vaccines are being given based upon emergency authorization as opposed to the full uh, monte of years and years of clinical trials and you know this we're learning on the fly as we go right it's all on the fly who, 
who knows the efficacy after six months because nobody studied it beyond six months. <laughs> Correct. And, and, you know, so AstraZeneca has never been approved in the States and uh, Johnson Johnson has been, I guess, what they euphemistically call paused uh, at the moment as they investigate these blood clots that are different than blood clots from other uh, drugs and figure out treatment and all of that. So, um, you know, these are complicated issues um, and we've all gotten used to working remote and, you know, this has really um, made obvious a societal divide between those people who can work efficiently remotely, which, um, you know, I think I have the good fortune of being one of them and uh, those people who are in the, uh, been dealing with the public in the front lines uh, since this began without interruption. And, uh, and well, the, they- the, the, the numbers and the implications are in, enormous though. And, and uh, when you think about it in terms of how many people within your peer group or people that you interact with still are not back in a regular work environment. Um, you know, I can't, I can't imagine that or can imagine that there's a large percentage of those who will either choose not to go back or their employers will either want them back, won't want them back full time. So, you know, I think everybody's sort of in the, in the midst of navigating what this means, not only for us and our organization, but on an individualized basis. And so I think what you're talking about is really getting down to, well, what about individual choice or individual preference? Does that have a place within the um, decision-making? Well, I think I think it has a place, and each employer is going to have to kind of balance what what exactly that means. Uh, if one thing has become clear during the pandemic, it's that the uh, the United States Supreme Court is going to treat religious liberty as a high value proposition here. You know, they've struck down a lot of these emergency orders that have impacted religious get-togethers, and they've really uh, scrutinized those because of uh, the free exercise religion is um, included in the First Amendment to the Constitution. So this court um, has made that, I think, crystal clear. Um, so that's going to be that's going to impact where there are religious issues, but you know anti-vaccination uh, views are shared for non-religious grounds too, just on either distrust for the government or personal liberty types of claims. And um, so, what do you do if uh, you have fifty or hundred people in the office? and you have a person who isn't gonna get a vaccine. I mean, can you require it? I was just reading about all the universities who are struggling with this for the fall semester and uh, an increasing number are requiring uh, vaccinations as a condition to returning to the, uh, you know, to, to college in the fall. So, there's going to be litigation and there are going to be people claiming a religious objection. There's going to be 
people claiming a liberty objection and uh, um, and employers are going to just have to grapple with it. You know, the I mean, our office has been open this whole last 13 months and people can come in, but very we have a skeleton crew, but very few lawyers come in, but everybody's working. And because of the lack of a commute, that has also created possibilities for uh, even greater efficiency because commuting into Boston um, has had its challenges uh, for many years and it's gotten worse and worse before the pandemic. So for me, you know, it was almost two hours a day uh, commuting that has freed up. So um, absolutely that you can use productive and, and other productive means. But, it, but it's fascinating because I think, you know, it's sort of this notion that one size fits all with regards to returning to offices or, you know, company setting policies. I think you're absolutely right. We're going to see a lot of people who uh, turn to uh, whether it's discrimination or uh, whatever, whatever the, the, the suits are that are going to come um, when employers say, no, you must be vaccinated to come back to the office while well, I choose not to. Um, so that's uh, I, I could see a whole spate of, of challenges within that. Um, and I think companies have to pay attention to, you know, what their, who, who their employers are, who their employees are, who their clients and customers that they interface with are. There's a, there's a whole range of uh, um, factors that go into the decision-making and it's complicated. Yes. And I think among competition from em, among employers for employees is going to stiffen as the economy improves and people who want some accommodation are going to be looking for jobs with employers who allow that flexibility. I have to say that you know we had have a long-time employee who, um, for personal reasons, decided to move to a different state, and so we tried it out uh, with with her working remotely, and it's been seamless for years and years before the pandemic. She's valued employee and um and you know of course it never occurred to me that you could take this on a broad scale and uh use half the uh half of your uh, footprint for your office uh if you wanted to well now i think you have to uh you know think about what that looks like there's been a lot of talk of the glut of office space in metropolitan areas, uh, in the urban areas, downtown Boston, for example. And, um, you know, people are reimagining the, the office. Another aspect, I think, Jonathan, is, you know, there was before the pandemic work and then there was non-work slash family and there was a division. It was pretty clear. You took public transportation or drove your car to work and you stayed there. And then you went home. And at that point, you engaged in your personal life. Well, as people work from home, all blended. you know, it's all <laughs> blended, you know, and, you know, we've had these this period of time where kids are home and uh, people are working and they're 
and and there may be a spouse working from home and a, another spouse who's working in person outside the home and uh, kids are in school remotely but they're home it's just very it's it's just it's a new world and uh, so you know this is going to accelerate i think societal changes that would have occurred over time as a result of technology um, and what it allows people to do in terms of work. Uh, but everything's going to be expedited. And I think we're going to see in the last quarter of 2021 more permanent ways of trying to structure work environments and uh, work from home and all of that. So uh, it's exciting to see how this all plays out. Absolutely. Mark, Mark Furman, it's always a pleasure having you on, looking into your crystal ball and, and seeing uh, some of the challenges that uh, office environments and, and uh, corporations are going to face and uh, uh, having experts like yourself to help them navigate through. Uh, Mark, if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? I can be reached at either 617-218-2025. It's my direct line. Or M Furman, F-U-R-M-A-N at T-B-H-R-Law.com. Excellent, Mark. Always a pleasure to have you on and always a pleasure to see you. I'm Mark Furman, Director of Tarlow Breed, Hart & Rogers. And we'll be right back with another guest on Radio Entrepreneurs.